when is the right time to sell your float sender? How do you make that choice? How do you figure out your finances? Where do you even start? That's what we're diving into today with the Pennas joining us who have owned their float center for longer than most and they've put in their time so they know what they're talking about. Please excuse my sniffles here and my nasally drone as I'm fighting a cold. Um, this won't be present in the rest of the interview, just in the introduction here. But that won't slow me down for my excitement for talking about our sponsors. First of all, Helmbot is the one that has been with us for so, so, so long. Thank you, Helmbot, for supporting us. Helmbot is designing the software that all float centers should be using just because it's designed from the ground up for float centers. Whether it's scheduling for your float tanks, massage, classrooms, they can cover what you need, but they also have other things integrated into it that make it more than just scheduling. Whether it's scheduling your staff, whether it's scheduling your clients, it's also tracking all the metrics for your float tanks. You can go back years and years and years and see what's been going on, tracking trends in your float tanks. You can check fill rates. They have great reports available. They have a logbook, so you can have an ongoing discussion day in, day out for uh, any issues that are going on and positive feedback as well, which is something that really helps our morale at our float center. Beyond that, they also have a task manager where you can create tasks, whether they're recurring or a one time project to make sure that things get completed and move forward. It's really a wonderful piece of software. I can't recommend it enough. Helmbot.com is where you want to go. Schedule your free tour now. And a big shout out to Isopod. I-S-O-P-O-D.com is where you want to go to check out Isopod float tanks. What a friendly, spacious float tank that everybody loves, whether it's behind the scenes or your client actually looking at the float tank for the first time. Floating in a float tank is a dream with the Isopod. Highly recommend it i-sopod.com again is where you want to go to check out these magnificent well-built functional float tanks i really can't emphasize that enough and uh, tell them that we sent you at art of the float all right let's go ahead and get this interview started Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float. My name is Dylan, and I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my lovely wife, Sandra. And I'll be honest, we have had many discussions about selling our float center. And we do think of it as like a piece of who we are at this point is compels us and, and the impact that we make on our community compels us. But boy, it's an ongoing discussion that we have. And I'm Kim Hannon. I co-own Stukino Float Center in Salt Cave in Southern Indiana. And we're about to hit our three-year anniversary, so I haven't thought about selling yet. And this is Drew from New Hampshire Float. And for people who have been listening for a while, they know I have often thought about selling my float center, but I've also thought about buying a float center. So I'd be curious with our uh, guest tonight, definitely. Hi, my name is Olga. I am an owner of Zephyr Float uh, from Kingston, New York. And I definitely have thought about selling my center. <laughs> awesome. Olga, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to finally have you on. Thank uh, you. Yeah, woo-woo. Um, filling in for Gloria tonight. Olga is in here. Uh, she's always producing our show. As you've noticed, the quality of our show increasing. That's because of <laughs> Olga. Thank you, Olga. <laughs> um, and tonight we have two very special guests on. We have Grace and Joy La Pena. Pena? Am I saying that like Spanish? Pen- no, is there an Enya? Italian. <laughs> yeah, Italian, Italian, where you say Enya. Yeah. Uh, how do I say your last name? 
<laughs> La Pena. La, oh, great. La Pena. <laughs> got it. I've got it before. Uh, that's great. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Um, you guys have sold your float center. Is that right? Yeah, we sold it just uh, less than two weeks ago. Wow. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And feeling a lot of remorse about that and wish you had never <laughs> sold? Is is that the theme of tonight? No, I think we feel great. You yeah. feel great? Awesome. <laughs> <It feels> great. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. That's awesome. Um, I w- would love to just step back a little. Well, let's step all the way back to the beginning of your float center. Um, your, your husband and wife, is that correct? Just want to make sure I've got that mm-hmm. part. Great. We weren't. We weren't when we opened up. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, we were yeah. newly engaged actually. When wow. We yeah. So, so you guys are madly in love, engaged, no wedding yet, and you guys decide to start a float center. <laughs> Can you tell me about how that happened? How we fell madly in love. Um, <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, how did you fall in love? Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with that. Um, no, actually. Um, we had come up to the Hudson Valley from the city and I had been teaching restorative yoga down there. So I was kind of going through this phase that, um, I was finding that everyone needed to do less. Um, and this is before discovering flotation. Mm-hmm. And then it just so happened that a flow center opened up in Rochester, my hometown. And my mom sent me an article via snail mail with like the article <laughs> cut out. Whoa. And she's like, you should read this. And, um, and I thought it was fascinating. So we looked up the nearest float center, which at the time was in New Jersey and we floated. And then we went to another float center and, um, first float was actually really weird i just remember thinking i'm not really sure where it happened but that was pretty interesting and then three days later it really sunk in um so then i kind of became obsessed with the idea and i was like wow there's no floating in the hudson valley Hmm. like how does this not exist in this area and i wanted to open a float center right away um and then i told joey i'm like what do you think he was like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Like, let's do it. And we had never talked about owning a business before, ever. Um, so it was definitely a surprise for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That feels so familiar because so much of that is my story, too, because I was a yoga teacher and had thought about opening a studio. And then I learned about floating and just became obsessed, started reading all the articles, but I did it online and nobody mailed them to me. (laughs) That would have been way cooler. Um, But I just started like soaking up everything I could. And I decided to open a center before I'd ever even floated. Um, But it was so much the parallels between yoga and and floating and especially, you know, yoga nidra and, and that whole practice, it, it's just such a powerful segue into floating. So I love like hearing yours is kind of similar there. Yeah. Yeah. And specifically restorative yoga, which at the time I had studied with Judith Lassiter and I'd come from a very intense practice. And then I found that doing less was so important. Oh, interesting. People need to do less, right? And then I thought, wow, flotation, you don't have to worry about the quality of the teacher. What we do is Hmm. we hold the space and it's up to them how they utilize it. And I thought that was so cool. When you say less with yoga, what does that mean to you? Um, When, When you say that, what does that mean? To me, that's like physically the practice itself, asana doing less. So restorative would be finding 
a position that takes a really long time to set up with pillows and belts and being fully supported and then just resting in that for okay. a good solid 15, 20 minutes and nice. doing nothing, which mm-hmm. if you think of yoga, that's not really, you know, what most people do, right? Like we right. think about sweating and, and mm. doing all these twists and handstands and like how much fancier can we get with the next you know, whatever it is we're doing. And then suddenly this restorative practice came in and it was like, no, I want you to sit and do nothing. Like we're literally going to set you up and just do nothing. So that was fascinating to me. Great. Is that similar to yin yin yoga where you hold the position for a really long time? Yes. Yes and no. no. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Okay. (laughs) They're, They're kind of the opposite, but they look a lot alike. One is designed for comfort okay. and one is designed to really kind of, you're working on ligaments instead of muscles and you kind of put yourself right on the edge of discomfort and learn how to sit with that in yen, where restorative is all about just melting into nothing. Okay. Yeah. You you agree, Grace? Yeah. 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 And in the, this whole time had uh, Joey floated or was he just like business idea? Yes. Thumbs up. No, he had floated. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We went okay, together. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, we went, we did a 90 minute float in a pod in Jersey. Um, but when we got out, there was no, you just got right back into the reception area and it was a really small space. So we drove up 90 minutes. That's where we were 90 minutes upstate from Jersey. And I don't, it, I don't think we said one word. To each no, other. I think we were just oh, wow. silent. It was, yeah. <laughs> we were like, that, that was awesome. weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then we, Long Island, um, yeah. in Deer Park, uh, Infinite Float Center, which is um, Tom Wonk's place. He bought it from, I forgot the original owner. And then Rochester, Dave's place, Body yeah. Mind. Um, and then we went to At Peace in Texas, in Colleyville. We went there for a week and we went, they, we kind of went through a program there where they taught us how they run their place. To, and um, yeah, we floated there for. And you knew pretty much, it's funny. It sounds like Kim is this way. I was this way. Like second float was like, let's, let's do this as a business. Very, Mm -hmm. very quick to go. It didn't take a lot of build up. Um, And it is one of those things that you can get, get rolling on it. You know, you don't have to get your PhD to start practicing owning, owning a float center. You can, as an entrepreneur go, I love this and I want to bring this to other people and and make it happen. Um, And so how long did that take? I mean, we don't have to get all into the to the weeds about everybody has their no. opening of float center stories. It was fast. It yeah. was pretty fast. We were well, was, we were supposed to open up in August. We went up opening we in October. In October because just because the contract was so we so got slow. engaged <laughs> in December. To I've never thought about the timeline like this, but we got engaged mm-hmm. in December. Somewhere in that winter springtime, we discovered flotation. And hmm. we opened by October. We've right? never been to any wow. of the this, this seminars because there was always a big life event happening. Right. When- we could never make it to the float conference every year. It was like, <laughs> one was like, what? We had. Well, we were supposed to open up in August. So that was the one first was one. Like, then we, we got had- married the, the next August. Then we had Naya the Our following summer. Child. I was due, like, we had just had her. It was like, we just never could make it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Busy, busy kids. I love it. And so, yeah. so now that you don't own a float center, you can finally have yeah. time to come. Farewell to her. Yeah. Good call, Kim. Yeah, we'll see you next year. Um, <laughs> and uh, did you did you enjoy opening? Did you enjoy running your center? Um, yeah, yeah, we, it, it was, was exciting. It, yeah, <laughs> you know, we we didn't have we did a soft opening because we we were going to do this big gala event. We were so nervous. We were so, like, nervous. so nervous. First day we didn't have anyone booked. The second day, our first client was thirty five weeks pregnant. That was our first client, and she that is was awesome. Yeah, she was sent by her midwives or her doctor. No way, and, cool. Yeah, and we were just like. What do we do? Yeah. I have to thank you because, I mean, Dylan, I mean, we we corresponded with you. You were the one vital source of valuable information when we were looking into, I, I don't know if it was the Flow Collective at the time or there was a Yahoo group. Um, there, Yeah. <laughs> there were Yahoo groups. That's true. Yeah. No, because Dylan... Uh, turned us on to uh, Dr. Brahma's soap and uh, the shampoo and uh, Shakai shampoo. We got that from him. I wish our listeners could see the facial expressions that are happening right now. It's it's She's just telling a story. <laughs> well, it was a while ago. Yeah. It's hard. I, uh, we were just so excited when we yeah. opened. We were, we were super so- nervous. So green. Like a soft opening. We were like, okay, let's just open the doors and sit back here. I was like, I don't even care if someone comes in the first day. Like, I just want to be open. Like, yeah, I, I just yeah. couldn't, you know? And we did yeah. say, we looked at each other at one point and said, what the fuck did we just do? It was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. And we Fair. were so excited. First baby, we did a build out, you know, like all this yeah, done. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, Total gut. Mm-hmm. it was, um, it was a really big, big deal. Our first baby, we were in love. We wanted to start a project together and, and start our life together. And, um, and we still, did it. And I we still bartended too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we were juggling and we were there together, you know, working seven days a week, just trying to get it up. Wow. And, uh, we did that for a while, like yeah. all the way through up until our wedding, which was like almost two years later, a year and wow. two years later. So yeah. like day in and day out together. And we didn't hire day. an employee for first two three years yeah so obvious question as somebody who owns a float center with his wife um how beautiful and pleasant was that to be working with your partner for for two years straight seven days a week i think we said if we can get through this we definitely can get through marriage i think that came down the road actually the first few years at least for me um felt really easy being together like i loved Mm -hmm. working together because oh man we weren't weren't necessarily like talking hanging out we were just in each other's space working the place together you know it's not like we were hanging out and like just chatting the whole time it was like he (laughs) was doing that i was doing this and we were just like lifting it up together so i loved that just being in each other's spaces i mean we came we came out from the city we lived in a small apartment in the city so um, we're used to being <laughs> but well, yeah i mean, I mean there, there's it, physical... go ahead no no i mean yes it definitely i mean tensions have risen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did over you get... the years 
So but. there is sharing a small space, and then there is we need to make money. We need to pay the bills. Yep. We need to get people in the doors. Yep. Uh, I don't want to see salt on the floors, and I want to see uh, social media out there. You know, ads. Um, did you have a good uh, separation of expectations of who was in charge of what? and Or did you guys actually just gel that well? I'm, I'm just projecting everything that my <laughs> wife and I faced. <laughs> well, Grace is 15 years younger than me. So I kind of put her in charge of social media. Because Smart. To, you know, to, to me, I was... Oh, like, you, we do you need got... the video on this one. You just got some, <laughs> some facial expressions back yeah. at you. <laughs> and she's she's so detail-orientated. So mm. she picked out the, the just the palette of the spa, how she wanted to, to look. And I just kind of went along for the ride. You know, um, we were both the face of the spa. Um, eventually after our first child, uh, Grace wasn't there as much anymore. So mm-hmm. I kind of took over most of it then. And I mean, you know, I'm a Jewish Italian kid from Long Island. What do I know about, uh, you know, meditation and flotation therapy <laughs> and all this. And like, here comes Grace. And I'm like, you know what? This is up your alley. And, but I learned a lot. I was, I had gotten laid off from my gig before this happened and then I started bartending so I was still tending bar while mm. we opened yeah. so um, I I always came from the hospitality um, industry so I knew how to talk to people mm-hmm. and, and Grace with her yoga background it just seemed like a good fit for both yeah. of us we gelled I mean really it was, yeah. it was a smooth transition those first few years felt easy for me, I don't know. I mean, it did. It felt easy it, working together. Um, and then definitely some of the things you brought up did happen, I think, <laughs> down the road once we had more juggling, like our family. And mm-hmm. then it was like, hey, can you post? Did you post it in? And you're like, <laughs> damn it. Like, no, I didn't. I also <laughs> like, haven't slept in 72 hours. What do right. you want yeah. from me? Yeah. So those things definitely happened and tensions definitely rose like we were like oh my god this is gonna break us like down and i'm talking like you know in the last like two years two to three years is when that happened it took a lot for us to get there though you know how long were you open for eight years eight years oh wow yeah i didn't realize that yeah we almost closed i was telling these guys before we almost closed to the day that we opened we opened october 14th uh, two thousand no October eighth two thousand fourteen and we closed October twentieth. Yeah, wow. you didn't close though. Uh, we did not. That's close. true. We That's closed true. the sale. They closed the, the sale. There you go. <laughs> yes. yeah. Always wow. be closing. So, ABC. <laughs> and yeah, uh, you guys have two kids. Is that correct? We sure yes. do. How old are they? Um, our son Philo is two and a half. He turns three in January, and Naya's five. Yeah. All right, sweet. All right, another yeah. similarity here. Yeah, mine just turned three, and the other's about to turn five herself. And and for us, that was a whole nother push. And I think you guys are talking about it already. But all of a sudden, um, work life balance. But you don't just have to consider yourself and your partner, but also this other little human being while trying to take care of what you used to call your baby. This float center mm-hmm. that you made together um, is is really different. So um, did that start? Is that what it was? And was it about navigating, um, bringing on staff, uh, or was it, I mean, could that have alleviated it for you or was it just, this is just too much at this point or become that? 
I think we didn't know how to let go sometimes. Oh, yeah. I think the longer we ran it, at least I did, I think the more neurotic I got about how things had to be done. I mean, even, like, as a couple, I was like, Joey, you didn't, like, fold it exactly, you know, or, like, this isn't clean enough the way I like. Like, so that happened. And then I think finding good employees was always a challenge for us, always. And so we couldn't step away as much as we wanted. And then if we did find an employee or employees, it was always like, well, there's always, like, you know there's going to be stuff is going to come up when you have somebody else running it instead of yourself. So that's a different type of stressor. Mm Mm-hmm. I always felt like Olga knew how to, she was, she's always been good with the employee section of running a business, but that's something that we always struggled with. So yeah, I'm a a pushover. She'll tell you that. I think, and Mm. you know, I was, I felt sometimes stuck at home with the kids and I couldn't go handle some of the employee things that I needed to. So Mm. I think that if we had been better at that, maybe wearing that management hat better Mm. could have Mm -hmm. made it easier for us but that was always a role that was difficult for us always yeah that's a hard transition especially going from you know running it and owning every bit of the business being the face of the business as you said to you know shifting to having employees and my husband and I are exactly in that boat right now where you know we've got someone who's been with us for a couple of months and is absolutely phenomenal we had a second employee who's already gone and you know that lasted five six shifts and you know so that's you know we understand that that reality but I can hear and see so much of like your path is very much exactly where we are and you know it'll be curious to see in a few more years where we are with that. And cause I, mm-hmm. I do realize I have some of those same kind of tendencies of like, no, it has to be perfect. Like if there's salt on the glass door, it, like it is going, somebody's going to see that and they're going to be upset about it and they're not going to come back, you know? And then I hear myself and I'm like, Oh my God, stop it. <laughs> you know? But I just want it to be a perfect experience. So it's really fun. Yeah, to, exactly. Like, That's no, the owner's perspective. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and the owner's perspective um, and I think Graham is much better about letting go of those sorts of, you know, nitty gritty things and being like, you know what, nobody's going to care about that little thing. You're the only person who sees it. <gasps> but and, as soon as you start letting go, yeah. then it could get worse. But, and then it, then it right. becomes a yes, thing. Thank you. Uh, yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. Kim, I have the same thing, except I don't go, Oh, Dylan, you're being silly. I just yeah. keep screaming it in my head over yeah. and over. Yeah. I've gotten better at it, but, uh, woof, yeah. that, that is a tough one. I call them my pet peeves. I kind of call it out to the employee and say, listen, this is a pet peeve of mine. It's me. You know, this is kind of how I do it. And if you don't, you're you're fired. Yeah, right. (laughs) I have have a flyer on me. (laughs) This is how we joke. Seriously. Seriously. I have a flyer on the back door in our kitchen slash laundry slash kind of employee break room area. And it's called the salty spot. And it's where I jot down those little things. Like if I'm noticing things on a repeat basis, it's, it's called the salty spot. And you know, I let everybody know, like if I'm seeing something, I won't say anything the first several times, but if it becomes a trend, it goes on the salty spot and like, we need to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's been kind of my, like, okay, I've seen it five times now all right, I'm getting a little irritated about it. And now it's a salty spot. So wow. I think I need one of those at home. That's, that's um, good. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. Actually, speaking of home, just real quick, I, because of folding laundry at the shop for so many years, that's how I fold it at home. And I don't know, like a year ago, Sandra was like, can you please fold the towels this way for, because of the, <laughs> the size of our drawers, blah, blah. And I, I just told her, I, 
I cannot. I cannot learn a new way to fold towels at this point. It, the grooves go too deep in my brain. Um, which how funny is that? Which actually, Joey she, she believes and Grace in me. know a lot about. They, mm. I don't know how they did this for eight years, but Great they bring simple. home the laundry no. from the spa. <laughs> what daily? So. So, it still haunts us. It haunts us. <laughs> so we're, we're, we've been toying with an idea of write, writing a book that says how to not open up a float center. Right? <laughs> we've talked and about it for years. <laughs> one, one of Best them seller. is going to be put your install a washer dryer at your center. We were so paranoid about noise and soundproofing sure, and sure. everything. And we live right around a block. <clears throat> we said, what? How difficult is it going to be? What's the big right? deal? And Throw it in the car. We had all this. We were, we were going to walk to the spa every day. And it just got to the point where it was towels, towels, robes, oh, God. robes, towels, yeah. towels. I'd open the dryer robes. and be like, damn it, Joey. Like, I just want to do a load of, lo-. like, <laughs> just drowning in towels. Oof, that kind yeah. of mixing. Oi, mm. oi. And then yeah. with the kids, you know, it's. So that's oh, the, sure, sure. such a huge thing. So are like tiny relief. socks showing up in your yeah. towels? Yeah, the, <laughs> our employees will pull out. Yeah, no, it's happened before. Aaron would be like, I think I have Nia's leggings. So we did, uh, we've always had a hookup actually for a washer and dryer. Um, no, that we got installed two, two years ago. Okay, two years ago. But, you know, I guess. Uh, but it never happened? Like, Never got hooked yeah, up. Yeah, you know, because when we started to get really serious about selling, I said, yeah. "Look, at least let's offer. Uh, let's let's get the hookups in there. We had to have a plumber come in. We have had to have an electrician come in, um, and just kind of set it up like that. But it, it never happened. And, oh, yeah. and again, just being us, like I think we're creatures of habit. Like we had our way of running it for so <laughs> long. Totally, yeah. Totally. That instead of making it easier, we're like, no, this is how we do it. <laughs> This is how we think, do it, and we will suffer. Yeah. We will continue so to suffer. Pain is part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was never going to a service during the eight-year time, like nope. literally for eight years. Wow. Yep. You guys deserve an award for that. That is incredible. <laughs> um, they do have a reward congrats. now. They they don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Way to earn it. <laughs> we cracked the code. <laughs> wow. So, um, eight years. Wow. What a run guys. Congratulations. That that's a Thank long you. time to be open mm-hmm. as a center. And yeah, that, that does make sense. Why, why we were chatting on Yahoo or something like that. Cause yeah, that, that <laughs> used was... to be, there used to be Yahoo group for float like float talk or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, wow. but, uh, back getting to the, to the selling part. So you've got your families. Are, are you not as emotionally attached to the business anymore? Or is it literally just like, we we cannot do this. So the the time back and forth. Can you tell me a little bit more about what caused you to want to sell, pull the trigger, make the decision? I can definitely say that our marriage was in jeopardy. To get pretty personal, mm-hmm. um, it was it was just um, I was kind of obsessed with the spa. As far as um, it was twenty four seven, I could not mm. I could not turn it off. I would mm-hmm. I would come home. And it would just be on my mind, and you know, I would say, "Did we post today? Did we do this? Do we have to do this tomorrow?" And there was just always a long laundry list in my head, and it just, it really got, it affected our marriage, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I always, I did, so I used to work in film and TV, and I just kind of wanted to get back to that. <laughs> um, and I think, um, you know, on, owning just one spa for a family of four all of a sudden wasn't working out financially for us. And um, I, I never yeah. asked, how many float tanks did you have? Two. We have, we have two cabins, and we had a room that's ready to go for a third room. Um, and then we had one massage. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Got it. So sorry, please continue. So, um, just financially also felt like, you know, when we first started, it was the two of us, but then with two mm. children, it changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't feel like quite enough as a family. I mean, when they stopped eating baby food in real life. Right. <laughs> when, <laughs> when they, they stopped, stopped nursing. Out. Oh my God, they're expensive. <laughs> what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I... <laughs> yeah, and just the stressors that, that came along yeah. with it. We were like, and, and, you know, Joey and I are both artists in, in different ways. So mm. I think we were just kind of ready to, there's a lot of different things. Our marriage was a top one. And then also just feeling ready, like, to move on to something yeah. different. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we always did think that opening up the spa was something very creative. You know, we, it, was, it was our creative outlet for a long time. And then, um, yeah, we just kind of want to move on. We want to get back to, to I guess, being creative. And, um, yeah, it was, um, it got a lot tougher. Yeah. You know, and, and we, it really got to the point where I was adamant about almost giving it away. Just, I want <laughs> someone to come oh, yeah. in. And take it over and keep the name going because it's mm. so important for the community. I mean, we have almost ten thousand clients, and um, and yeah, we had that and, conversation where like yeah. we like we'll just give it away. And, and Grace <laughs> yeah. was We're like, like Olga? you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you didn't tell me this. <laughs> we, we had a lot of conversations about it and offering it up to, to Olga for sure. We had different wow, ones. yeah. So we did. how Olga, you close are that? your centers? Huh. About f- 14 miles away, neighboring towns. Nice. I definitely yeah. thought about it. I I thought about oh, it. Yeah, you did. I thought she, about it. She, I, it was wow. something that was top of my list. Um, but similarly, m- my marriage was going to suffer <laughs> if I were right. to take on another float center. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, if it, look, if we had... If we had three float centers and we had four partners or five partners, you know, it, you know, kind of like how float on, how they do it. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a structure that would have worked for us. Um, But we're in such a small, you know, kind of one horse town. It's a college town. It's. um, It came down to just us running it really, you know, and, and definitely having partners, a way to distribute it better. Mm-hmm. a lot of the workload and like i said we couldn't we never were able to find that with employees what we needed um, yeah. to kind of alleviate some of that so yeah did you ever have any teams who were helping on other things in the business helping you know mm-hmm. on the accounting side the marketing side did you ever delegate and outsource any of that sort of work or were you still handling all of that too <laughs> we went we went through about four different accountants um mm-hmm. and no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. That's wrong. Yeah. 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 It was, it I is. mean, look, all those, 
all those things played a toll on our, on our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had just someone doing fight the social media for us, which we tried to do, we tried to barter. Mm-hmm. It was actually it was still on our website. You know, we were looking for people to barter to change the website to come in and mm-hmm. do social media for us. And I don't know, it just it just never really kind of worked out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow, it's interesting to hear, like, to answer these questions because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's like looking back, like, it took on a lot, and I yeah. see why the burnout. <laughs> right. Like, I thought and, I knew, but hearing it, I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah. Sometimes, you know? and you're not alone. You're totally yeah. not alone. There's, I guarantee you, at least a handful of people who are going to be listening to this finding themselves go, ooh, yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there. I get it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, you know, there's some you know, words of wisdom in, in all of this discovery that somebody else can find a way to prevent that burnout or to recognize it and say, okay, you know, I'm there and it's not salvageable and, and make peace mm-hmm. with that too. Right. Yeah. You know, I think there's, there's a gift in, in both of those outcomes. I wish we would have done this a month ago. You guys could have seen the age difference. The viewers could have seen how old we looked a month ago and how young we look now. So what did it feel like when, was there a, um, a mental change when you guys decided we're done. Let's start the process of trying to sell this thing. Did no, because you know why? Because we kind of been down this road before. Okay, we've had buyers on the table that oh, backed out. And... We played with the idea for a while. Okay. Yeah, where we weren't very aggressive about it. And then we yeah. finally went through a broker. We did not want to go through a broker, but we went through a local guy. Um, super nice guy. He actually posted it on his Facebook page, and he kind of helped us out. But at the end of the day, we sold it to clients so no way okay yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh i mean he still kind of helped us out but um yeah it just up until so they i started working an old job mine um i do camera at the people's court um the tv show um so i was there it was the, the second week i was back and that's when we were closing. I kept pushing to close on September 15th, September 15th. I turned 50 on the 14th of September. I'm like, it would be such a great midlife crisis <laughs> birthday gift, you know? Nice. Um, but we closed. We wound up, it kept getting pushed back, and I was getting frustrated. And it wound up, we closed while I was working in Stanford, Connecticut. So, like, I always had this vision of being at the closing table and, oh, like, right, right. and just shaking hands and just, but it was completely how we saw it, saw the finished product project just, it was completely different than how it turned out. Sure. Um, you know, but, but, but it was clients. It was people who understood your vibe, your energy of what you're doing, how to do laundry at home, all that good stuff that you wanted to <laughs> yeah. pass on. Yeah. Oh, it's funny, like new clients though, like not even yeah. people that've been with us. Mm-hmm. They came. Oh, and is that started. right? Yeah, yeah. they I, came in and filmed. Like this is awesome. And, and I was uh, just like, I you know, you it was know, that I, same vibe that we had. Yeah. Like it's that calling, like you know, when you float. And you're yes. Like, what is exactly. this? Yeah. Oh my cool, god, cool. I have to do this. Yeah. Like I have to provide this for other people, and that's basically what happened yeah so you didn't just leave the keys on on the counter and walk away (laughs) and then we just walked away (laughs) you love it if they caught you on the right day because you still had towels in the dryer at home right yeah exactly so um how did that discussion go so i assume the broker had helped with this somewhat actually let me back up a little bit 
Did you guys have your finances, um, you know, easily in a spreadsheet? Did you have it organized? Because um, I know that can be a tough. It, it was pretty tough. Uh, we did have a financial statement prepared uh, from our accountant. And, um, and shout out to Float Helm. So Float Helm, it's, that was the easiest thing. Just nice. kind of being able to just kind of go back into the records and have all that financial information there for the new clients. I'm, I mean, the new owners. Uh, we're mm-hmm. still going through stuff and Olga we need to talk to you later about this but we're still like there's some <laughs> issues with trying to uh, transfer the domain over to mm. the new owners so like there's still stuff that's kind of being worked out but um, yeah that paperwork though was definitely a big project and that was mostly yeah. Joey I mean it was like wow. hours and hours of just breaking down numbers um, and, and depending on how each person was like, what category does that go into? And is this something right. that is fixed and not? And so that was a huge project. And we'd been through that a few times. And of course, hmm. over a period of time, those numbers changed as we went through different buyers and things like sure. that. Um, but yeah, it was pretty big. And then you think you have all the numbers and someone's like, but yeah. what about? And yeah. then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, what about that? So, <laughs> okay. you know, it is. It, it's a huge process. But thankfully, I feel like once you do it one time, at least you kind of have that that set up there. And you're like, all right, so this is how we can adjust it. But it's still it's a it's a big thing. It definitely is. I would yeah. you know, a big thing that we learned, I would say, like. Everyone should be prepared to sell their spa, their business. Right. Just, just for like organizing those right. things. Just, just to have, just it, to have it. Just it's supposed to be in it. your business plan, right? Is is the, the exit strategy. Like that yeah. should yeah. be ready to go. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you guys how – I feel like this is the question that like everybody thinks about but the answer is never fully solid that I've heard is how do you come up with the number to sell? at like yeah. how do you find that number and that's so, what i was saying maybe the broker helped with that well not, he didn't really he, actually no, he didn't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so what did this guy do jeez let's I find mean, him and ask for your money back yeah, yeah. great crystal she'll fill you in on that i mean he was he was good until he wasn't hmm. you know he was like he when we needed to he kind of faded out towards the end and then when i needed him to step up um, you know, what he, really helped us is that he got, so we had wanted to sell on and off for a while. Like I right. said, we were aggressive about it. Then we kind of sit back and we're like, all right. Mm-hmm. So when we decided, okay, we really need this to happen. And we decided to go with a broker. He helped with that momentum. Like, yeah. just mm. like, let's yeah. go. Mm-hmm. This is the plan. This is how we're going yeah. to do it. And it was something for us to hold on to, to be like, okay, so this is what we're going to try first. Let's see yeah. how that works. And then when we finally got those meetings with interested buyers, he facilitated those conversations where I think that as float center owners, I don't know about you guys, but it feels personal, right? Like the relationships we're building with people and, and wanting to care and wanting to take care of others. And so we struggled doing that in a business setting with past buyers, which I think, you know, it, it hurt us because we wanted to be nice. We wanted to work. We wanted to share. And, you know, um, unfortunately, sometimes you need someone to help establish those boundaries when you're doing a business transaction. Yeah. Again, something else that helps also with having employees, right. is like knowing those boundaries. So, um, 
that's where he really helped us Mm -hmm. and we needed that and even though we found buyers that technically he didn't find Mm -hmm. we needed him for those early conversations to get us to to the end goal you know which Which was what dollar amount (laughs) 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 no 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 you don't you don't have to share how much you sold for but but how did you end up feeling like yes this is the right amount million Okay, so you went low. Okay. So so basically, when you're selling a business, it's two and a half times your net net gross. Right? Right, your net, right? I think two and a half times. Um, So we had based it around that for early on. And then we just basically got to the point where like I said it was it was weighing on our marriage and we said you know what right. let's, let's just try to break even and what's right? or what's our lowest number that we're willing to walk away thankfully we didn't break even thankfully like you know but mm-hmm. the the original number that we had started with when we had first thought about selling was, was way too high way too high yeah and I okay. it's hard to find that number actually I yeah. know why people have different answers for that mm. and because <laughs> Yeah. Also, we're we're just selling the um, the lease, right? Because we don't own the building. So that also is a huge factor in selling yeah. your okay. business. They mm-hmm. made it a lot more difficult for us. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, and you know, um, I don't want to get too deep into the financials, but I would say that like. We worked out a deal where we're holding a note for the first year um, because we're really trying to we really want these guys to succeed. Mm. We really want to come back. And I was very honest and I still am. We want to come back in five, ten years and see that mountain float spot still doing well in New Pulse. Mm. And we want to float as clients. Mm. Um and our, our daughter, she, she'll remember it. Our son won't remember it, but she had fond memories of that. So it would be nice to bring her back. So yeah. we worked with the buyers. You know, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't want to see them struggle. So we worked with them. Also, I think you have to remember, too, like in our line of business, we're such a niche community. It's the pricing for our business is also, it's affected by the, the community that we're in. It's very small. It's very specific. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's like I don't want to say finding a buyer is a needle in a haystack for a float center, but it mm. it definitely shaves it down a little bit because it's specific, right? <laughs> sure. like it's a calling. It's a very specific right. calling. So. I mean, if you think about how hard it is to find an employee, to like <laughs> right, take that employee That's on steroids, point. you know, so yeah. it it does yeah. really feel like it would be like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it isn't, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Olga, what have you yeah. seen from, from the outside, these guys selling their float center? Do you have any insights watching it from the outside? <laughs> Woof. It definitely prepared. Like I said, I've thought about selling my center um, and definitely, I think, prepared me emotionally um, because mm. seeing these guys, you know, it, it took them a while to come to the decision to sell. And then after that, how they, the ups and downs of like, they f- have somebody interested. They have somebody, they have a, an offer. They have an accepted offer. And, you know, it, it, in my mind, I was like, okay, 
that that's it. That's great that you can celebrate, right? You have an offer or you have an accepted offer. And then they, you know, it went back to the drawing board and, and <coughs> seeing that was kind of, that was hard because these guys are my buddies. They're my friends, you know? Um, yeah. Do you think so that's th- mentally prepared you to potentially go through that as well? Like it's not just, I decide I'm going to sell and then I get to walk away. Like there's a, it's a whole nother stage right. of. Right. It's, it's a process and mm-hmm. it prepared me that it's going to be a, a road that I'm going down just like it was opening the center. I feel like it's kind of like mm-hmm. a road to close the center or a road to sell the center to yeah. pass it on to somebody else. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's a good point, Olga. That There he is. Yeah, <laughs> I've been talking over notes. him all night. He's going up to the <laughs> microphone and then back. <laughs> yeah, so it it's a good point that you can't just decide one day. Oh, I'm going to sell the float center, and tomorrow you're selling the float center. It could take mm-hmm. a very long time to find the right buyer and to get to a spot where mentally, I mean, I'm sure I've done it. I value my business very, very high. But that doesn't mean that's what it's worth unless I find somebody else who values it as high. But if I'm selling something and someone wants to buy it, they're going to try and buy low. I'm trying to sell high and Mm -hmm. you can't let your ego get in the way of that, especially if you know you want to get out of the business. Um, Right. right? But um, a a question I did want to ask about that, um, did you put up a sign? in your business? Did you put it on social media? Like how did you come across the clients or do you just start telling everyone? Because also if people are coming in to chill out, you don't want to be bombarding them with interested in buying a float. (laughs) Right. So can I, can I upgrade you to a, to a float float center? My float was great. Awesome. Want this? You know, like how do you, how did you um, bridge that? Because I, at one point did put up a sign in my lobby that said, I'm open to selling my float center. Talk to me if you're interested. And I had a bunch of people sit with me and I did Zoom calls and that was the only place I put it. I didn't put it out to social media. It was just so the the people could see. But I'm curious, how did you find, like, how does that conversation come up? Was Joey just <laughs> telling everyone who said they had a nice float that it was available? Or like, how did that go? Well, it did actually end up that way because I started to feel more comfortable speaking to hmm. clients about it. But to the right people, right? Like when oh, you course. felt that, that person yeah. being like, wow, this is really I cool. Did, you know, I how saw... did you get into this? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, when, when we went with the broker and then um, I, just, I, I just felt more comfortable talking about it. So I think I said when I saw Brandon and he was – and he was asking those questions. I said, "Well, um, you start to we, have a radar for the yeah. right, for right, like the right mm-hmm. person, right?" But at <laughs> first, um, we definitely we didn't put a sign in the spa. Um, we had talked about it because we saw other local businesses in town doing that, and we decided against it. Um, I think we had talked to some of our massage therapists, people that might really actually be interested and worked with us already. So, because um, mm-hmm. we, we were, you know, pretty weary about oh gosh like do we tell our clients and like are people going to want to buy gift cards like what happens right right? if they think we want to sell um so we talked to massage you know therapists and then um eventually we did do online some online advertising kind of like in a (laughs) i don't want to say anonymous way but not on our personal social media right Mm. like um we put it out there a little bit 
And um, mostly it was conversations with people that really were coming to us saying, like, this is really cool what you guys do and how did you start this? Mm -hmm. Because it's it's really clear when someone comes in and floats and you can tell they have, like, that hunger. <laughs> like, mm. I want to do this myself. I want to mm -hmm. open a float center. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's really what happened, except for when we had the broker and then he definitely put out a media blast, social media that did tag us for the first time our business and that was yeah. the first time and that's though after a couple of years of us really being like mm -hmm. no we're serious let's put it out there there's nothing wrong with us wanting to do this like we had to get behind that yeah. and really yeah. feel comfortable with it I feel so that. it wasn't yeah. awkward yeah. um and then once we got comfortable with it 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 just felt so so fine and okay for us you know so it, yeah. it's funny because can you feel the emotional roller coaster? It was definitely, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, man. It, it, a, it sounds like an eight-year-long roller coaster. Yeah. Really. Ups and downs and twists and turns. And and I'm seeing you getting off the ride. And you guys are adorable together. You seem like a very happy couple who enjoy each other's company. Stay together. <laughs> stay, stay together. We're rooting for you. <laughs> how, how is it having gotten off the ride? And it sounds like you're, you're back to working in, in TV and – I'm not sure, Grace, what you're doing right now. Are you momming full time? Are you? Do you have other gigs? I'm momming pretty much full time right now. Philo's two and a half, so uh, <laughs> we're still we're still in it with him. Um, oh, yeah. I'm excited, just kind of having the time now and, and no stress to kind of start exploring what I want to do <sighs> while awesome. doing this. Um, yeah. I wasn't okay with that for a while. Um, I always felt like I liked knowing what I want to do next. And for the first time, I'm like, mm. no, I'm okay with it. Like, I can breathe because uh, we're not juggling so much anymore. So that's pretty cool. So, some of that uh, silence and stillness is okay? Yeah, it feels yeah. good. Yeah. It's nice. I, would, I cooked a huge sauce tonight. I had the time. I wasn't thinking about the spa. I started mm. it this morning. We had a big dinner. Um, so that was good. But... Um, can I can I jump in with a question that might be a dumb question, but I in my mind when I thought about selling the float center, I was going to negotiate that I would at least be able to go in and float like once a month yeah. or something. Did yeah. you do any of that? Like, do do you have it? It's funny. You know, we just we just about were that talking yesterday. about that. I'm like, why didn't we like oh, no. say no. that? Right? You just um, wanted to get rid of it so so bad. You I you was, missed that one. I did so many moving parts and then like it just happened right like so differently he was gone in connecticut and i was here and it was suddenly like oh it's done like i do um, you know i i thought about it but we have zephyr like i'm totally yeah. going to zephyr like i've talked about i was like i gotta go float at zephyr because like i mean why yeah. not why wouldn't i so <laughs> it's funny grace can never well, really we're... float at the spa anyhow because you were you were going in and you couldn't really like you start cleaning something as you're like floating <laughs> you're like in the dark like you know scrubbing or doing something uh, not me i fell asleep <laughs> all the time every time I you, you can come and you can come and scrub at seven yeah. for sure <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have any final pieces of wisdom that you would like to pass on to, to our listeners or any any bit of information well, i do want to just say something um that is ironic but so we're there's lots of transitions going on in our life right now. So we're closing on a house in Kingston uh, by where Zephyr is. 
Nice. And Convenient. That, yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Big part of the decision, I'm sure. <laughs> so both contracts went out on the same day. So we signed our contracts to sell the spa, and we signed a contract to buy this house on the same wow. exact day. So um, that was That's pretty amazing. awesome. Um, but I would say, like, like I said before, I, I'd reiterate and just really stress how you should always prepare to basically be ready to sell your spa, to sell your small business. You should have, you should have the paper trail. Um, and not even if you're interested in, in selling, just to have it, like right. you said, like right part of the business plan, it puts everything in perspective. You, know, you just have a financial folder, a statement, uh, ready to go. Um, you know, everyone wants to see the numbers, you know? Right, yeah. That's right. what it comes down to the value, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've, I forgot, I think it was Drew, you were saying, like, you feel like your place is worth something. And you do, because you have all this emotional attachment. But really, it comes down to the numbers. Yeah. In the end, they're like, how much money do you make? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they want to see that. I mean, as, as cool as floating is, and as much as they like you, and they're like, <laughs> how much money are you making? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what they want to know. And also that it's a process. I mean, just because, like we were saying, you decide you want to sell. It's a whole nother process. It's not going to happen overnight. I mean, pro- I mean, it could, but it also it's likely that it could take a while. And um, also just us talking about running our center, like find ways to distribute that work. If this is something you want to continue doing, you know, find I, a way to make, you know, to prevent that burnout. I mean, we, we yeah. wanted to, we wanted to end this chapter, but mm-hmm. you know, for those that really do enjoy having it, like, get some help, like find a better way. Cause you know, we weren't good at that. <laughs> so, you <laughs> no. know, yeah. and, and Drew's Drew had mentioned, you know, getting staff in there that being different than, you know, he, he doesn't want to walk away with the ignition running at this point. And I, I have to say, like you were saying earlier, like, you know, the dinner time conversations, did you put social media out, all that stuff? We spent a lot of time there ourselves. And I think we made decisions to, uh, have employees and managers that run that so that we aren't thinking about the shop all day long, that we we are more able to plug in, do what we need and unplug. Um, so I, I do just want to kind of put it out there to other people that I don't think the answer is necessarily to sell. I want to welcome people to be able to think about that and, and not that be, you know, a scary thought. I think it's important that you are able to face that if it's the right thing. But that also, it could be a redesign of how your management structure or your financials, um, outsourcing things like social media, uh, accounting, um, these other things that are bring me no joy on this earth. Your laundry. Be, yeah, that's one thing that brings me no joy. <laughs> that's at work or home. But um, I, I should really bring – Sandra needs to be on the show. She needs to have the other side of these conversations <laughs> at some point. But anyway, um, is that it, there could be the managerial um, – decisions or, or the financial choices that you don't have to sell, you can have a similar result of the peace of mind, yet still the connection to your business, if that's what you want. I just want to kind of put it out there that um, you can steer it that way as well. It t- definitely. Totally. And I, like I said, Olga does a good job of doing that. She's always done a great job of having managers and being able to walk away and have time to be home and mom and, and also run a business. It's yeah. definitely possible. Um, Physically, you can step away, but mentally it's definitely hard. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's you- a lot of difference between, you know, we've talked about before working in at, working at the business and working on the business. And it is a hard transition oh, sometimes yeah. to go from one to the other, you know, because 
if you're not intentional about it, you are really doing it all. And it's just too much, uh, way, way, way too much. And, you know, my husband works at the business way more than I do. I work on the business. Um, and we've kind of defined those roles, but I, I can't fathom trying to do all of it all the time. Grace, Joey, thank you guys so much. I truly appreciate it. This has been a really fun, very insightful conversation. And I p- truly appreciate your, your earnestness and sharing and yeah. all the, all the tough topics. I wow, really this appreciate is, that. This has been great. Yeah. yeah thanks thank for you. having us. I want to say one last thing. Please um, do. I gotta say, I just had this thought that, um, you know, there's a part of me, part of us that w- I'm just as happy to have sold it to the right people than to just have sold it in general, you know, okay, like, okay. it feels great to have, to have it behind us, that chapter behind us and we're moving on to new things, but it feels so great to have to almost pass the baton over to Brandon and Olivia, because I mean, they're going to bring in, and we kept saying this, they're going to bring in such a young energy, um, just a new energy into the spa. And so that feels great. Cool. I, I met them. They're actually, they're, they are really nice. So you guys did yeah. good. <laughs> that, that That's actually really good to know. So on the other side of the financials and everything, um, mm-hmm. yes, I, to know that after the, everything's signed to still go, I'm glad it's the right people. And it wasn't just right. about the money. That Absolutely. That's interesting. Absolutely. Cool. That was always so important. Yeah. Our, cool. our, uh, Float communities in good hands for sure. Yay, sweet. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks so much for Kim and Drew, Gloria not being able to make it tonight, being replaced. No, no replacement. Absolutely no replacement. <laughs> yeah, Filling in <laughs> Olga. Olga, we need to get you a microphone so you can join us more frequently here on the show. Uh, it's fun <laughs> having you here. And um, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody for supporting us on Patreon. It means a ton to us that you um, are supporting the podcast through getting social media materials, imagery, video, blog posts. And um, thanks to our sponsors. Thanks for letting us do this each and every week. Helmbot, Isopod, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, gosh, the biggest thank you of all to all our, our illustrious producer, Olga. Thank you so much for producing this show. Um, and I think that's it. Until next time, um, yeah, spend See some you at time. Flo-Con. See you at Flocon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> To anybody who sold their float center, now you've got time. We'll see you at uh, Flocon. Uh, Special discount code if you Portland, Maine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's La Pena with a with the accent over the end. Yes, big oh. <laughs> pasta. They, they they will do. Will do. Thank you, Joey. All right, guys. La Pena. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you, Grace. Have a good day. Thank you.